You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyle. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Um, today, I'm joined by a really special guest. Um, I've, I've been aware of this, of, this, of this couple for a while now. And um, uh, when I went down to Splash back in February, I was fortunate enough to cross paths with them real cool people. Uh, some of you may be aware of them. You may have seen them online. They do have an online presence. Uh, they are a hot wife couple. This is Lupe and Micha. Why don't you guys say hi? Hey guys. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you, thank you guys for, for, for being here. Now, just to kind of set this up and give my listeners um, an understanding of what this is, one of the things that I've, I've learned uh, during my time in this lifestyle, you know, from hosting parties and, 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 and being a, a stag as well as a bull, is I don't meet many black men who are in a situation where they are with the woman that they love, who they naturally and genuinely enjoy sharing, meaning the kind of guy that can just sit back and watch his wife, the woman that he loves, getting gangbanged. You know what I'm saying? Like I've met guys who they play with other couples, but I don't meet many guys who are able to play in that space. And for me, I always kind of keep my eyes open for it because that's the type of person that I am. So when I see it and I recognize it, I always make a point to acknowledge it because I understand how rare it is. I understand that it's not the norm. And my entire time in this lifestyle, I maybe have met less than 10 guys who are, are wired that way, 10 black guys who are wired that way. And mind you, I know hundreds and hundreds of black guys in this lifestyle. So it's, it's not a small sample size. So when I crossed paths with yeah. this dude, when I came across his profile, I, you know, I, I, I talked to him a little bit and, and I kind of saw that, okay, this dude is kind of cut from the same cloth. So I was really interested in, in kind of having him on the show to kind of tell his story. And I've actually been wanting to have somebody that fit that role on my show for a while. I just, things haven't been able to, you know, to line up time-wise and everything like that. And fortunately was able to. So before we even get started with the interview, brother, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, I saw that, I noticed that, I tipped my hat to you, you know what I'm saying? And it always yeah. makes me feel good when I see it, because I don't want to be the only one swimming in that pool, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so, man. again, welcome well, you man, both, I, and, and thanks for coming I on the show. I appreciate I definitely appreciate that, man, you know, and I ain't gonna lie, but you kind of set the bar, though, man, <laughs> like, like, you're the OG in the game, I've, I've, I've heard of you, okay, <laughs> so, like, when, when I, when I took this, this journey, and I, I talked to Demetra about it, and she was like, yeah, let's just try it, you know, it was like, all right, this uncharted waters, you know what I mean, and then I thought it was, you know, not knowing, I always thought it was just something that was, something people did in general, as I, you know, obviously like you did, as you get deeper in the lifestyle, you realize that, yeah, it, it is a very small sample size. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're right. It's definitely rare that you meet people that are on the same wavelength, same wavelength. 
and uh, and enjoy the same things that are black, you know. And and I don't ever like to make it about color, but at the same time, it's very true. You just rarely see that. And yeah. I think when we meet couples, sometimes they're very surprised. You know what I mean? They're like, "You're a good-looking black dude. You're, you know, you got a nice size dick. Everything's good. Like this is just not, you know, it's not typically how this goes." <laughs> exactly. I'm like, exactly. Yeah, you know, I get it. But it is what it is, and it works out, and we love it, you know. So I, I definitely appreciate you acknowledging that because it, you know, it can be a struggle sometimes as well. You know oh, yeah, what I mean? no, we get we get but, we get the looks. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, we, we get no, the looks. Exactly. And like you said, people are like, "Why? Why are you?" Or sometimes I'll take her to a party, and I'll just be chilling. I'm like, "Yo, you don't want to play?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good tonight." You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a, yeah, it's not exactly. about me. You know, it's it's, it's exactly. about her. You know, yeah. and yeah. but the thing that. <laughs> The thing that is cool about it, and I'm sure you've gotten this too, is, and I noticed this really early on, the way that it affects other women. Like other women are like, oh, he must, like if he's that <laughs> confident, he must really have it going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they, yeah, they don't see it that true. often. You know, so when they, yeah. they see it and it's like, wow, he's just sitting back and his lady is doing it like that and he's just, he's cool with it and he's you know, he's not tripping or stressing or or, you know, he's not scorekeeping or anything like that. And they look at you like, oh, like they see that confidence and they just they just want to be around it more. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, I'm so, going to be honest, you know, I, I never really noticed that. I never, oh I never paid attention to that. Part. You didn't notice that part? <laughs> no, nah, well, because honestly, when we're in those situations, like I'm focused on you for the most part. You know what I mean? Like I see other beautiful women all the time at parties, you know, and of course, you know, I see them playing just as much as you, but when I'm in those party settings and I am going to sit back and watch, yeah, I'm taking in the whole scene, but my wife is right there. My porn star, my personal porn star, my VIP is right here putting on a show right. and I don't want to miss it. So I see them and I, and I probably, I can honestly say that, yeah, I think now thinking about it, I may have definitely had some of those moments where other women have, you know, maybe not been like, Hey, come in the room with me, but definitely like, hey, you know, oh, no, kind they're, of, they're, they're noticing about. it. They, the women are a lot yeah. more subtle than guys, but trust me, you can feel it in their energy. Like, they're they're on it. You know what I'm saying? They they yeah. notice that, you know, especially mm-hmm. because it, it it is so rare. You know, like, they're used to seeing, you know, other white guys or maybe a Spanish guy here and there or something like that just sitting there, you know, being all, you know, excited in their energy, watching their ladies, you know, whereas yeah. with, with us, it's more of a, like it's not that we're not excited, but it's 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 like a a regulate kind of thing. Like yo, like y'all can have y'all fun, but I'm on point. Like I'm watching. Yeah. Don't get carried exactly. away. Don't be. Don't try to be on some slick shit. I'm watching. Yeah. So enjoy her, but stay in your but lane. Don't don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> That's what yeah. And and and, <laughs> and 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 they notice it. They notice it. And like you know, I don't know. You know, we'll we'll get to it, but like in my personal dynamic, my stag dynamic, it's a dominant submissive uh, energy. You know, like she's very submissive to me. And so the thing that I noticed when I would go out with her is women would look and be like, oh, that's his sub? Oh, okay. It's like that. You know, because, you know, she's, you know, six feet tall and her bare feet, long blonde hair. She's gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? And they see that and they're like, yeah. oh, he's got that on lock and he's cool with sharing her. You know, like, OK, I got to yeah. find out what this dude got going on because he's confident for a reason. So it's always been kind of funny to just kind of sit back and 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 watch that. So now getting back to you two, I don't want to get uh, off the tracks here. <laughs> kind of take me back to the beginning. 
and Lupe, I want to ask you first. Um, tell me the first time you saw her, just in your life, like the very first time you laid eyes on her. Okay, I'll never, never oh. forget this. So, um, at the time I was hanging out, I just got to that school, hanging out with this guy. Um, he was one of our best friends at the time, and we were actually going to the buses to the bus ramp. I walked into his bus. He lived there, and I would go to the back to the gym, play ball, and wait for my pops to come get me because I was at a school that was outside of our district. Okay, um, wait, wait, wait. But I came so, around. Oh, okay, hold on. You said you were in school. How old were you? Hi. Um, oh. At this time, I think I was fourteen. Oh, okay, I was cool. fourteen at this time. Okay. This is this. Let me let me give some perspective. Um, for people who know what FUBU is, um, I had a I had an orange FUBU jersey on, and um, I had matching orange and white shoes on. Um, so that's how, that's about the time frame. That, okay, that yeah, I feel you for us, by us, I got you. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, um, so I came around the corner, and we're standing there, and she's wearing these blue capri pants, so, like, knee knockers. They, they come down to the knee, and they're tight, and they were blue, and they had, like, flowers on them. And I remember I seen her ass, and my boy saw me staring, he was like, yo, you wouldn't talk to her. And I'm like, I will talk to her as soon as I can, but she getting on the bus. So he was like, you sure? I'm like, tomorrow, if I see her, I'm going to say what's up. And the next day I saw her, and she was wearing brown capris and the sound knee knockers and the white shirt, and then she had her hair up. And I was like, hey, how are you? And she ignored the shit out of me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Word. We were in the hall. She was talking to her best friend at the time. I'll never forget. And she swerved me. Like, I didn't even say anything to her. Like, nothing. It didn't register at all. That was the first 48 hours of our encounter. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I saw her, we were getting on the bus. And she was standing there talking. She turned around, she was on the bus. And I was really seeing her ass. And you're like, yep. And we're 14, so right. it's a little bit different than, I mean, it ain't real ass. It's just, you know. Yeah, I mean, so when like, you 14, you, it, was, it was real ass to you. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was yeah, real ass to you. You know, we got a small yeah. sample size at that time. So it's, hey, it, it makes an impression. It makes an impression. So, For sure. So, so Misha, let me ask you, uh, what do you remember about the first encounter? Well, I guess you could consider it the second encounter because it stands out more in my mind than the first encounter. Was that the first so, time he was like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it was more of an interaction, I guess. So, uh-huh. lo and behold, we ended up in the same class. Um, we took an art class together and didn't realize that we were in the same class. And so we come in, I think it was like the beginning, no. I think the class had been going on for a little while. Yeah, I got put And you just got put into the class. And he realized that I was in the same class as him. And so he decided to steal my book. So that would force me to talk to him. And he wouldn't give it back to me until I talked to him. Yeah, you know, you got to so, do what you got to do, man. <laughs> he was persistent. <laughs> he swerved me in the hallway in front of people. He was not going to tell it. <laughs> I got clowned in practice the next day so hard. Nah, that's, and that, she was older than me. That's, that, that's yeah. right. So... Okay, so you guys have known each other since you were in high school, which is I think is awesome. I love the whole uh, high school sweethearts uh, uh, perspective. So when did you 
you know, because you're you're married now. When did you officially like get on that road? Like, okay, you're the one that I want to marry. We're we're on that road now. Like, when did you begin that part of your journey? I don't know, because back then it's different. It was different for us because we didn't know we were going to get married. Neither one of us, like when we got together, it wasn't like, oh, we're about to get married. Like this is, it wasn't like that for a long time because we had our child so early. So the part that we skipped over was we had our daughter when I was 17 and she was 18. And so we had a child and we didn't have anything. (laughs) We're still kids ourselves. You know what I mean? Right. So there was a, a probably the first seven, eight years of our, our relationship, I would say, you know, it, marriage wasn't even a topic because we still were trying to figure out who, what, when, and where we were. You know what I mean? So you were pretty like much we just baby daddy at that time. Just y'all were still together, kicking it, but real life was happening around you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our daughter, you know, we made sure she was in the best school we could find. Um, you know, we, we made sure that we had a house going to school, school working she graduated from college you know while you know doing the whole mother thing with me i didn't go to school i was just working a normal job you know what i mean right and we made it happen together as a team you know um so you know when it came to getting married and getting to that point it was more like a all right it's about time we got the money like we've already we've already been through everything together so for us it wasn't like a all right now you know Playing the lights came on and it nah we we had to grind for this you know like right. the relationship wasn't perfect we went through hell with each other trial and tribulation <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> so you we found were, out that we she was your, you found out that she was your ride or die yeah I mean yeah yeah I mean I think we kind of found out that we were each other's ride or die because I mean I wasn't nearly perfect and you know we had a lot of growing up to do yeah you know when you know kids. someone when you're in the beginning of high school, you, and then you have a child so young, it's like you didn't have that time period of growth like normally, normal kids do. Like, right. they're 18, 19, 20, 21, you're still experiencing life. And, and here we are, parents, we need to provide, we need to focus on the important things. So I think that that gave some growing pains for a little while, but it helped us grow to, together. Okay, Definitely. fantastic. So, how long have like as of now? How long have you guys been married? We're actually not married yet. Well, you know, we've been engaged. We've been engaged for three years. Okay, well, congratulations. So we, not, we haven't had a we haven't had a wedding yet. We haven't done all that. Yet. We haven't done any of that. Oh, we so need to, we're just just paper, just, though. Just, make, just make sure so you get it. Like this. I just want an invitation. I'll get it one. You know, we don't mind. We don't mind putting it out there on it's, paper. We are legally married, but as far as like a wedding and everything no, like I that, feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Okay, so, but you guys are okay. So you've been a couple for a minute. I mean, that's the bottom line. You've been together, kind of on this journey. Who noticed? For, like, when? When did? Like, for you, for, I'm, I'm curious about uh, you, Lupe, because I, I know when it hit me. When did the idea first get in your head? that the idea of her being with somebody else didn't make you jealous. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Remember that tumultuous time we were talking about? <laughs> so during that time, we, we were living in the same house, we were together, but we were cheating on each other. 
okay. we, were, we were both doing, you know. So she. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how it was, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, that's it, however you want to put it. Well, no, I mean, put, put it this way, Misha. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get your perspective on this as well. So if okay. if, if there's some, you know, a balancing act that needs to be done, you're going to get this. You're going to get to speak your, you know, your side too. So. Don't worry you know about what? that. You know, let's let 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 you know what. Let, let's let her go first. I think she wants. I think she wants you to go first, though. I think, <laughs> I think she's more curious to hear your version first. <laughs> All right, so we go. We go mute. We go mute this part out. <laughs> this part out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Go ahead. It's- we got each other real last night. I know, but it's a lot of extra. So anyway, so long story short, I found out she slept with this guy that she was working with. Mm-hmm. And so I remember picking her up and like went to my house. And at this time, like I said, I think, how old was I this summer? 19? 20? Um, I was 20. Yeah, so I was 19 at this time. Yeah. So she slept with this guy at her job. And so I picked her up and I'm furious. I'm furious. Mm-hmm. But I'm horny. And so I'm, I'm confused right now. And I'm in the car. And I'm, <laughs> so like I'm I, like I always say on my I'm, podcast, hard dick don't lie. <laughs> so I'm confused right now. I'm upset. I'm horny and I'm upset. And I don't understand what's happening right now. So we get to the house and we're arguing. She's like, you slept with this girl. And she's like, we're just going back and forth about everything. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You're mine. That's my pussy. I'm going, I'm going off. So she's wearing these pants and like they're these blue, te- they're teal and they're, I don't know, they're like leggy material, but not, I don't know how to describe them. But anyways, like she's wearing the pants and I ripped the pants <laughs> off of her. Like literally like he man ripped the pants off of her. And I'm like, you're going to give me this pussy right now. And we got <laughs> <laughs> we start having sex and I'm like I'm going in I'm like yo this is mine and like when we're done I like wasn't I was still upset but I wasn't mad at her anymore you know what I mean mm-hmm. and like at that moment was the first part when I was like okay I'm into something different yeah. because then later on like when we would be home or we'd be having sex I would want to hear about it I would like tell me about what happened while we're having sex. So it's like, okay, now I want to hear about it. So kind of like that opened it, that opened the door. And then like her encouraging me, cause she'd be like, are you sure you want to hear this? Like where you see it? Like the first time I said it, she was like, she didn't say anything. She was like, what the? Yeah, but like then I was like, no, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not falling for the open <laughs> Exactly. Like he tried to set me up. <laughs> She was like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. So finally she did it again. And then it, it kind of clicked in her head. And it was like, oh, he kind of, he, he likes this shit. Like, okay. So then that happened and like a couple years went by. And then we just kind of ended up on another, on a site called uh, Zioig, Zoog, Zoog, or something Zoig, like that. Zoig, so, I, I'm familiar with it. I've been on it for you. Yeah, so I haven't been that, active in a while, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah, exactly. We haven't been on that site, but that was the very first site. Like, if you go on that site and you find our profile, you will see us in our youngest form. And we, I keep it up as a momento uh-huh. because I'm like, 
that's where we started. That's where it all started. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm going like, to I'm gonna have to go and look for you now. <laughs> if I can remember my <laughs> username. <laughs> forever. I know. I know. I log in every now and again just to see what's going on, but it's not, I don't, I don't know. It's just not valid. Yeah, you, 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 you've, you've advanced past that stage. Okay, so let, me, let me, so let me pause you right there so you get to the point where you get on Zoig. So, Misha, let me kind of go back to you. What is your version of, of how this all kind of came about? It's pretty similar. I would just say that it wasn't, it wasn't a situation where it was like, oh, you're cheating on me and I'm cheating on you. It was like one of those, oh, we're on a break. Right. But the break was always very conveniently around a time when somebody was in his life or some like something was always happening with these convenient breaks. Right. Okay. So in that situation, he had had some fun with someone and I was like, all right, well I can do it too. And so that's when I had my fun. And yeah, basically the rest is the same. The story is pretty much the same. It was just that one little detail that needs to be. So, so, so let, me, let me ask you this then when you saw that because okay we all know we all have friends that they are insanely jealous whether it's guys or girls you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and we we've had those friends where we've seen with neighborhood that jealousy like when you take that off ramp the jealousy and the people who are really committed to that jealousy, we've seen where it takes them. I've been around it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys have been around it. So it's almost like for you, you see him getting jealous. And in your mind, you're probably like, okay, I've seen this movie before. You know, you know, you had your girlfriends and guys, you know, that have been through it. But then when he gets off the off ramp, instead of going right to jealousy town, he makes <laughs> it left to Hornyville. And you're like, Oh, wait a minute. What the fuck? I was confused. Oh, understandably so <laughs> so I'm, I'm just kind of curious like what that was like for you where you were like okay this is I, i'm not i wasn't expecting this like what do you it, remember it was, about that particular encounter when he i guess the first time he was reclaiming you so to speak but yeah marking his territory right. <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> um at the time like it was a very heated like back and forth so for it to transition to us having sex, like it just was like, I don't know. I don't want to say it's like a movie, but it kind of was. It was kind of like that, like passion or frustration all of a sudden just translated. Mm-hmm. And it was great. But at the end, I'm like, okay, now what? Like, right, like what's next? <laughs> are, we like, are you like so mad at me? Or are we like done with this? Or what's happening now and so it was, i was just confused for a while and it was really just kind of like an experiment right. <laughs> because we would have sex afterwards and then he would ask for a little detail in there and i would throw a little bit out but i would hold a lot back because i didn't know his reaction and i didn't want to hurt him right of because course. i felt like we both kind of hurt each other in it and for me after i did that i was like well i don't like i as much as when you try to do something back to somebody, it it feels good in the moment. But then when you see that it hurts, then you're like, Oh, this wasn't, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't mm-hmm. worth it back up. Like, so I think that when I was, when he would ask for those details afterwards, I would feel like, Oh no, like it would be accomplished in my head every time. Like, should I say something? Should I not? Like he's asking me to, but what if you really didn't want me to say anything? So it's like, 
I'm an overthinker. So obviously there's a lot going on in my head while this was happening. But once I saw his reaction after a few times, I'm like, okay, this is something that he enjoys. This right. is something that satisfies him. I want to give this to him. And it kind of translated from there. Okay. So let me, I have a question that kind of comes up in my mind. And so, <laughs> so up to this point, all mm-hmm. of it, all like anytime he would ask about it and you're telling him, these are old experiences that you're kind of rehashing with him. Like you hadn't gotten any new material yet at this point, have you? Right. Okay. So, right. You're just, so this is all stuff that had happened prior to that initial, that, that first argument that you had where it came out and you guys fucked and everything like that. Like after that, whenever he would yeah. ask about it, the things that you were telling him were, hap- were things that happened before that initial fight. Right. Correct. Okay. So he just said that you guys had opened up the Zoic profile. So what I'm trying to understand is what was the conversation like before you, before you decided to open up this profile? In other words, was loop for Lupe, was it like, okay, we need, I want you to get some new material. Was that pretty much your mindset? Like, okay, we've talked about it. We've established it's the a fact that it, order. it really turns me on. Like, when did you, say okay let's make this happen for real we gotta back up a little bit okay he threw the zoe thing in and it was that was a little bit after we actually tried the experience oh okay yeah yeah you left that part you left that part out bro (laughs) yeah i skipped the the major chunk and i just realized what that so you want to tell the story i think you should tell this part (laughs) okay you know what i'm gonna say right we're watching the yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. So we were laying in bed in her apartment and we're laying in bed and we're watching porn. And like any other couple, you turn on some porn and you're watching it and you're getting it in while you're watching porn. So it's like a threesome on the screen. And it was I think it was a guy guy or a guy and a guy a guy and a girl and a guy. Yeah, guy, girl, guy. The, yeah. two, the two guys one thing. Okay. Yeah. So like I noticed that she was watching it and she was getting turned on. So, cause obviously we're fucking, I'm eating her out. I'm like, watch these, you know, watch this while I'm eating her out, doing my thing. But I noticed like she got super wet, right? Like, wet. And I'm like, mm. so, you know, we were done. We were just laying there. And I'm like, is that something you want to try? Like, would you be interested? And she's like, I mean, if you were okay with it, like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't like, she was very like, if you're okay with it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want this to be, I don't want this to destroy what we just think. Like we may, like no, nah, like if it's go no. So I was like, yeah, let's let's talk about like how how would we want to do it? Because I don't want you. And at that time, I'm like, I don't want you to just have a threesome. I want to have a threesome too. Like so, <laughs> we, were, we were like, all right, what we'll do is we'll both find people that we feel comfortable with to have a threesome with. She'll find a girl, I'll find a guy. So one of my friends that I was very comfortable with, I brought it to him, and he was like, at first he was like, nah. I can't do that, bro. She's like my sister. And then like a couple weeks later, we were drinking. And he was like, yo, were you serious about that? And I was like, yo, what? <laughs> he probably was like, that ass like, a little bit more. Like, I wonder if this motherfucker was serious. <laughs> that, that, that's literally what happened. He was at the trip and she was walking around in some, she used to have these really short booty shorts and her ass would just hang all the way out of. And she used to wear them all the time. Like, Comfortably, like not thinking like my ass is hanging out. Yeah, like, yeah. They were just comfortable shorts. Yeah, like the way so a dude would wear like basketball my... shorts or something. Like, no, these are my hanging out shorts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So my my boys used to come over, and I see my boys looking nice. Like they all knew. Like if you went to talk to her, she gonna be like, but yes, she would always, you know, tell me like if something happened. So it was never, it was never a, uh, it was never like I cared. But he he brought it to my attention, like yo, like are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I was. And he's like, all right, well, how do you want to do this? And then he was like, but I need to talk to you, like man to man. So we like sat down and he like told me like, you know, bro, I would never want you to think that it's going to go any further. It's going to be what it is, you know? And we talked and then I was like, I know, you know what I mean? Like, are you good? Yeah. Like there's a reason why I picked you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like I know you, you know, I know, I know what your heart is. So it kind of like over the next couple of weeks, it kind of like, we had little small encounters. Like one time we're in a hood of a car and then like I was, going down on her, having sex with her, and he was, like, kissing on her neck and sucking on her boobs and stuff like that. And then the next time, like, it was, like, well, maybe, like, a week later or next weekend or something, he came over and we just got drunk and just had a threesome, like, and it was crazy because, like, I came first. I came first, like, so the first time you're watching somebody else have sex with your wife, or your significant other, right. I'm sure you can attest. That first come, you have a come to clarity moment as to what is happening. The endorphins are worn off of the yeah. ecstasy that is going on, and you have to now sit there and truly ask yourself, "Is this what you want?" Okay, yeah, like the, is the, this the, really the, the pleasurable part of it is, is going to go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So now it's truly all about her and her pleasure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I sat there for a minute and I watched and then I walked out the room. <laughs> I left. I just walked out. Because, you know, obviously I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm not horny anymore. Yeah. So I went outside, I made a drink, and I sat in the living room and I just listened. You know, I just listened. For, for probably, It felt like forever, but it wasn't that long, I'm assuming. Right. And then I came back and I just stood in the doorway and I just watched. And, like, I could see that she was enjoying herself, like, genuinely enjoying herself. It wasn't like anything bad was happening. She was just literally enjoying herself. And at that moment, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm good. Like, I I felt, like, connected to her. Because when she opened her eyes and she looked at me, she gave me that look like, yes, I'm good. I'm okay. Like, you good? You okay? All right, cool. I'm good with this. And that kind of, that after that, I was like, yeah, we're good. Even the threesome we had after that with the girl wasn't nearly as intense of a feeling as when I watched her. So that's kind of when, after that, we had the conversation of, like, reaching out. I was like, we can't keep doing this because I did ask, we can't keep doing it with him. And, uh, so I was like, I'm going to look at, I'm going to look online and see what I can find. And then, okay. So that's, I didn't know what it was called. That's how the Zoic thing came that's about. Yeah, okay. I got you. I got, so I'm this is just, I'm just kind of curious about, and I don't know if, 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 if you and, and, and Misha have ever talked about this, but, Prior to the night where you guys were watching the the, the threesome porn, mm-hmm. okay, but after you realized that think you know thinking about her with other guy, what she was doing excited you. I mean, we dudes we jerk off a lot. Did you ever jerk off to the idea of her with another dude, or thinking about like playing oh, it back yeah. in your mind yeah. what she had told you she had yeah, done with course. dude? Yeah, of course. Okay, of course. so when you're eating her out. That time when you're watching, because up to this point, you would talk about it during sex and you were jerking off to mm-hmm. it, but you had never actually really had a conversation about would we actually take the next step? So it's when you're watching that porn with her 
and you're eating her and you said you, you know you were kind of paying attention to her and you saw her watching and you were able to tell that she was getting more wet from the threesome in your mind it was like okay that, that like this is the moment we've been waiting for like this, here's the opening right here like okay we, we, we've practiced this let's go <laughs> You know, because it, yeah. it wasn't spontaneous for you, because like I said, you've been jerking off to it, so this has been on your mind. Yeah. And you did, but that was more or less like the first opening that she really gave you to like, okay, if you're going to bring it up, now is the time, you know. Um, that That's true, but there's also a, a little bit of a dark side to that, because I'm not going to lie, I purposely picked male female oh of course male porn yeah, on you, purpose yeah you got but to I did it for, <laughs> yeah i did it a couple for a couple of weeks i did that like she's like we're gonna watch this type again like it got to the point where she was saying something about it she was like are we gonna watch this again can we watch something different i'm like all right cool like seeing where it's at so i didn't it wasn't like this one time it right. just it missed you, you, it was like you're planting the seed <laughs> yeah it wasn't i was playing yeah i was like no nah, i'm trying to plant the seed so, so it, that it's comfortable. So it it really had a profound effect on you. Like yes. Okay. Now for you, Mitya, were you were you aware? Did you were you like having that conversation with yourself? Like, okay, this dude is angling for something. Let me play along with him and 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 see where he's going with this. But as you no. know, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> so, so up to this point for I'm you, okay. So for you, up to this point, it was just a naughty part of sex talk that you guys did to heighten the moment when you were fucking. Yeah. Like it, you, for you, yeah, you didn't much. see it as anything more than that. Pretty much. <laughs> so what? What was it? That I'm just kind of curious. Like I'm always really curious as how women process information. What do you remember about what you felt watching that threesome and, and, you know, when he asked you, oh, would you like to do that? Do you remember, like, were you tempted to lie? Or were you, were you or did you feel comfortable enough to just be like, yeah, if you with it, I'm with it? I was comfortable, but I think I also had a few drinks. Oh, well, so that always helps. I was, <laughs> I was pretty, I, I'm pretty outspoken. <laughs> <laughs> when I've had a few drinks, I, I don't hold things back. Mm -hmm. So I remember it being like, yeah, sure. Like it wasn't, there wasn't like this hesitation in my mind. And, and I don't know if it was because we had been together for quite some time at that point. We had already had our daughter. We had went through some trials and tribulations and we were like coming back together. And I was like, that was a, for me, I guess a good time to ask because I was open to things. I I wanted to try new things with him and we had been together for a while. So mm -hmm. it kind of had the timing was was a good timing, I think. And that's why I I didn't question I don't remember questioning it. Okay, so let me fast forward a little bit. So you do that, you you know, you 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 play with his friend a few times and 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 you know, like you said, that was not awkward, but it was like, we, we know that we can't keep going back to this well. And uh, I know that there are women out here who want to know this. So I'm going to ask you this question. After your first time with this friend, meaning, you know, before you guys had both strayed on each other and you were talking about it and it was kind of hot, but now this was something that was planned that you did and you went through with it. 
Do you mm-hmm. remember, did you have any feelings, even if it were, even if it was for a fleeting moment, did you have any feelings of guilt afterwards? Like, oh my God, I don't believe that I just did that. Or like, what do you remember feeling after you had been with his friend in front of him? Like, oh my God, I can't believe I just fucked this dude in front of my, my man. <laughs> I think I felt that when he walked during the whole experience, mm-hmm. when he walked out of the room and I thought, oh no, is he okay? Do I, should I stop? But then he came back and I could see, and I, I think for us, at least for me, to make that eye contact, it's like you're, you're speaking a language, but you're not speaking. Oh, and like, there's a lot I'm said looking with the into eyes. A lot said with yeah, the eyes. Yeah, and it's like I'm looking at his eyes, and I'm like looking at him like, are you okay? And he's reflecting back, yes, I'm okay. And then I'm, then I, with my eyes, I'm like, are you liking this? And he's looking at me and saying, yes, only with the eyes. And so once I get that confirmation, that conversation, that confirmation with our eyes, I'm like, okay, he's okay. I'm okay. I'm having fun. He's having fun. We're good. So I guess that guilt was more like during right. than after because with us, and this is something that we've always been very, this is something that it's like a ritual for us. Like when, when we have gone and had swinger experiences, we come home to each other mm-hmm. and we make sure that we then reconnect. Right. And so I think that after that first experience, that's when we started doing that. And so I didn't feel guilt or bad because afterwards our connection was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel, I, I felt that feeling, but it was a lot sooner. It was during than right. after. Okay. So Lupe, me. let me ask you, I know you said you kind of, you know, you, you, you kind of got your FedEx on and came too quick to like in the beginning, but um, yeah. as it was going on and they're doing their thing and, you know, like, like eventually he was going to be done. The night was going to be over. He was going to leave. And it was just going to be you and your woman. How anxious were you to get her again? Like after oh, all this happened, like in your mind, were you like, oh, God, I'm going like, were you, were you giving yourself like the pregame speech? Like, oh, we're going to go in here and we're going, we're going to make it happen. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to you know because you had just saw something that you had never seen before. Yeah, no. When I went, when we, like, so I walked, I walked into the door. I said, thank you, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, I appreciate it. This stays between us. You know, I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and it was done. I closed it, I locked it. I stood there for a second, and I was like, that's my wife right there. That's wifey. Like, I knew at that moment, I'm like, if I could, when before all this, you know, when I was younger, younger, I was, I was jealous. I was intensely jealous. Right. And after this is when I developed like an, an immense sense of patience and just like, like, it's cool, you know? So when I went back in the room, it was more like, I wasn't, it wasn't like before when I was angry having sex with her. It was more like, I just shared a part of my soul with you. And I'm trying to mix that together right now and make something epic. And it was more of a, of an emotional connection when we went back in the room. So I, I didn't have a thought of like, I'm about to go beat this up. Like, oh my God, it was more like, you just said something inside of me I didn't know needed to be said. And now I'm about to go in here and thank you. And, you know what I mean? More like, <laughs> no yeah. you know, like, and like, that's always been my thing with us after we're done. Like she knows, like, if, you know, every woman does not come when they're fucking other guys. No, not at all. Especially when they're married. They, it's a different feeling for women. So 
I understand that. So I know when we get home and that was, you know, that was part of that establishing that was I know when I get back to that bed and you're in it, I'm about to make sure you come until you tell me you don't want to come no more. You know what I mean? I'm going to make sure that we, we reconnect on that level. I'm going to make sure that we're there, you know? And like, that's all I wanted was just to be inside her and be next to her and be close to her and be on top of her. And that, that kind of perpetuated us doing it more because that was kind of like, we would do it, meet a guy, like, and then we knew as soon as or go to a party, and as soon as we get home, it was like we couldn't get upstairs fast enough <laughs> to take our clothes off. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like we in the car ride home, like playing with each other. Like it's just, it, it's just so much energy. Oh, absolutely. Like you know, it comes from that. So yeah, when it was there, I wouldn't say like I was like, I'll, I'm about to go kill this. It was more like this sexual energy. I can feel it from the front door, you know, yeah. to the bedroom. I can feel it. Like I know I'm walking into what I'm walking into. So it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was intense. <laughs> it was intense. Okay, so so Mitya, he's got all this mm-hmm. energy built up. It's like a, it's like a hose, and the pressure is just building and building and building. Do you remember feeling it when he, pardon the pun, but when he like unleashed all of that on you? Do you remember feeling like, oh shit, this is different? You know, like, yeah. like this energy is, we've never felt this before. Yeah, definitely. What was, like, how would you put it into into words? Because he, he was just so eloquent, you know what I'm saying? Like, he said, he said the bar kind of <laughs> high, like, he was, see, he was dropping some jewels, and I was, I'm, I'm over here making notes, like, oh, yeah, that's going in the preview right there. <laughs> you know, my man was saying some, my man was saying some things, so I'm kind of curious. How do you express what you were feeling in that moment from your perspective? I mean, for me, it, it, I guess it was kind of the same thing. It's like, it's like some things about you, you can't just tell someone. It's a situation where you, it's like, how do I explain it? Like, you, we both just had an eye-opening experience. Right. And Life-changing. We both <laughs> realized something about each other that, that's like like you said kind of like deep within your soul like and just for us to have been able to connect afterwards like that and to understand that and it just like I don't know how to explain it it's like you just connect with them on a different level now Mm -hmm. from that moment forward like almost I, I would hate to like describe it like this but like it's almost like you have a life threatening situation with that person and it's it's an experience that you just will never forget in the fact that you both came through it and like you both experienced it together right it's it's kind of like that okay so it's something that you both with so you both know what the other person is feeling and that shared experience brings you closer without even saying right right yeah i don't think you spoke too much after no we didn't talk at all no no that's dope that's dope okay so like I said, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been aware of you guys uh, for a while and, you know, we, we know some of the same people, um, you know, I know that Misha, you know, like I said, fast forwarding, she likes to get it in. So what I'm curious about now is when did it, you know, when did you discover that you like your men in bunches, you know, like, oh, Okay, I can like I, I I can do this too. You know what I'm saying? And for you, 
Lupe, what, like, how did you approach that? How did you approach, like, okay, we've done the one, like, was it a gradual thing? Like, okay, let's do two. Okay, you knock two out, three, four, five, or was it just like, okay, I want a gangbang, you know what I'm saying? Or was it just like the kind of thing where you go to a party and things just kind of happen that way? It was like, damn, you, you just fucked four guys. You know, like, how did, how did it get to the point where you discovered that, you were pretty much like insatiable when it comes to this. Cause not every woman can do a gangbang. You know what I'm saying? I've, right. I've arranged many in my day. I've seen women tap out. I've seen women tap dudes out. Like y'all are different, you know, and, and some of y'all, <laughs> I, I've seen some of y'all just decimate an entire room. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of curious, like, how, like how did you, how did that door get open where you discovered that, okay, it's not just the one-on-one that she enjoys and that I enjoy watching, but I also enjoy seeing her getting down that way. It, it wasn't a planned thing. It was, I think we met, we met our first official guy in the lifestyle on Zorg, I think it was. And we still talk to him to this day, but we met him and he, we met him at a bar and we had a few drinks and he basically was like, open the door to this whole entire life that we had no idea even existed. Because before that, we, we were experimenting, but we were experimenting within normal realms, like just friends and, and people that we know. It wasn't, we had no idea that there was a whole other world out there. So when we went to the bar and we met with this single guy, he, he had thrown a lot of parties, been to a lot of parties, had a lot of videos Mm -hmm. and he showed it to us. And we just thought, wow, like this is real. This really happened. Like this is crazy. And so he did, I think he did come back that night and I had a little fun with him, but it wasn't anything. Yeah. I think it was like something simple, but but we had fun with him, and he said, you know, do you want to come it's to a party? Story. Yeah, it's on there. It's probably, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> one of the first things we ever posted. Um, but then he invited us to a party, and we're like, after we saw the videos, we're like, we got to go. we gotta go. we got to see if this is real. Because I don't, for me, I didn't even think it was. Like, it's, if you hear about these things, but you have to actually experience it. Mm-hmm. And so we both decided, okay, we're going to go to this party. So it was at a hotel. And the hotel had, it, it was a, a suite, so it had like a little living room, a kitchen, and then two rooms on the side. And we get to the hotel, and there's, you know, couples there, there's a few single guys, everyone's just having drinks, hanging out. And we're like, okay, this is normal. So we're chatting with people, and I want to say, <laughs> it wasn't much longer, maybe like 30 minutes in. All of a sudden, everyone is kind of scattering, and we're sitting in the little living room area, and we're like, "Wow, where'd everybody go?" And then all of a sudden, you hear noises from the room, and we're like, "What? What is that?" <laughs> so we peek over by the door and see there's a couple ladies in there and a bunch of guys, and we're like, "Should we go in there?" Like it was this debate: should we go? Should we just stay out here? Like, what do we do? So we end up going in there. We finally talked ourselves into going in there and we go in there and there's actually a picture that exists <laughs> of our faces and us just like basically watching the situation for the first time. 
I'm leaned up against Lupe against the wall and we're just looking like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So hold on, let me pause you and for a second. So, let me pause you for a second. Yeah. So yeah. this is the first time that it, it occurred to you, not occurred to you, but the first time that you had confirmed that, okay, not only is there a lifestyle, but there are other mm-hmm. guys out there that enjoy this too. Like seeing their women yeah, with other so, guys. Yeah. Like this was the first night yeah. that that was kind of cemented in your brain. Like, oh, okay, we're not the only ones. You know what I'm saying? Like there, right. there, there's more, there's a lot more to this than what we thought. Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. I didn't, go ahead, please continue. I just wanted to establish that for my <laughs> listeners. No, to, you're, you're good. So we watched for a few minutes. I don't know how long it was. It felt like a long time, but it probably wasn't. And I don't know. I I don't know what started me towards the bed, but do you know? No, because I, I don't remember. I put you on the bed, and you. I was like, I'm just gonna go down on you. And then is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. And you were like, because role model came in, and he was like. Hey, you guys can play. You don't have to stand there. I was like, can we get on the bed? He's like, yeah, you know, whatever you don't want to do, you don't have to do. Like, just say no. So I started going down on her on the bed, and then a guy came over, and he was like, hey, like, you want to jack me off? You want to do this? Are you okay with that? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Or she's okay with that. And I remember looking down at your face and just seeing, like, or looking up at your face and just seeing you just look like, are you serious? And then you were like, <laughs> I was like, is he okay with it? I'm okay with it. And then you like reached up and that kind of like, that's my very first memory of looking up and just seeing you grab this dude's thing and you're like, all right. And then next thing you know, you're going to suck this And I'm like, okay, well now we're in it all the way. So. I don't remember the, the details during the first little bit. Like, that's the only reason I remember. But it was a situation <laughs> where we were not playing and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I know I was playing with everyone. <laughs> Oh, okay. So it was, it was where you just kind of, with the water's cold and you just jump all the way in. It was like that. But it was an awesome experience. And I, I don't know. It, it, it gave us, it gave us the end to what the lifestyle was. That night, definitely. Cause I remember, oh man, I don't remember that night so well. <laughs> I remember that, I remember that older dude came on your chest and you were like, his wife was like, oh, baby, it's just a little cool. It's okay. You were like, uh, for my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the guy with the nipples. Oh, yeah. I, I can say that, too, yeah. yeah. So so we had played for a little while, and I was taking a break. I had a drink, and I was just sitting there. And this guy came over to me, and I was expecting him to say, suck my dick or something. And he was like, can you just touch my nipples? And I Wait, who said I remember this? looking at this this single guy that was oh, at that okay. same party. And I remember looking at him and, and I said, Are you sure? And he said, Yeah, can you just touch my nipples? I said, Okay. But it just everyone I think what was cool about the party is it just kind of opened our eyes to a lot of things. Oh, absolutely. All at once. And when you're already in an in a a new environment with new people. Throwing in some other new things is sometimes good because you're already your mind is already open. Yeah, and we were just butt ass naked. Right? I'd never been that naked around other men. Around other people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, it's a, this it's, is it's, big it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an eye opening <laughs> e- e- experience. Like I, I always tell people, you know, like 
when you get into this party life, it's like, I, 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 I've seen more hard dicks than the average dude should see in a lifetime. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, like, <laughs> or like, all, like all, the, all of that shit is on my mental hard drive. Like, they, I, I can't wipe yeah. it. It's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen it. It's, it's there. And I just got to live with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's there. Yeah, like, gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 there. You know, and you know it's 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 to the point now where if you see a dude getting it in, you know, you think about your lady like, oh, she would like him. You know what I'm saying? So you you yeah. you'll make a note of it like, yo, I need to make sure I introduce you to my like for real. Like we scout, we scout for y'all. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Like, okay, that's, that's the true. kind of dude, you know, because, like, for me, like, my, you know, my partner, she's mad tall. So when I see a tall dude, you know, I know that, mm-hmm. okay, that's a that's a box check that she likes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because it's always, like, you know, like I said, she's six feet tall in her bare feet. So when she throws on the four or five-inch heels, she's a freaking Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she loves it. You know, so, you know, if it's like the, Amazon. Yeah, it's like, you know, usually it's like the five, 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 six brothers you know, and she's got to, you know, yeah. snoop down. So I know she appreciates it when she can, if dude can hit it standing up, you know. So if I see somebody yeah. that's putting in work, I'll make a note. So like I said, we we scout for y'all. Like, okay, yeah, she would like him, you know, because we know what y'all like, you know. That's true. So, Lupe, I got a question for you because I know this is a position that I've been in. So I'm just kind of curious to, to hear your perspective. Have you had that conversation with dudes, with like especially other black dudes where they're, they, 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 like they're fascinated by it, but at the same time they're like really perplexed by it. Like, how do you do that? Like, like, like for example, I can remember um, I had an experience with a couple. This was early on when I first got into the lifestyle, and I remember the next day I was driving home and I was I was talking to my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like we were you know we were pretty much raised as brothers, so we you know known each other our entire lives. Mad cool. So I was telling him about how it went down. And I remember he asked me a question. He was like, you weren't scared? And I'm like, scared? It's like, what? I'm thinking, like, what the hell would I possibly have to be scared of? He was like, you ain't think dude yeah. was going to, like, swing on you or something? And I'm like, yo, I didn't break in his house and start raping his woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I was invited in, over. Yeah, like, I was invited over. But that's how the mind works. Like, man, if somebody was with my girl, I'm going to fight him. You know, so have you yeah. ever had those conversations with guys that – they just they they just don't understand like even dudes within the lifestyle because I was like for me that was one of the things that I first started noticing like when I started doing parties and I started watching like you know when you start doing parties it's different because now you're watching everything you know you're you're not just watching your yeah. lady but you're watching everything when you when you're just going to parties you're pretty much watching your woman and like your immediate what's going on around you you know what I'm saying. When you yeah. start hosting, now you're paying attention to the the whole scene. And that was when I started noticing that, you know what? Most of these dudes that come to my parties, if they had a woman in their life that they loved, they wouldn't be coming to my parties. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they wouldn't yeah. be comfortable bringing a girl or their woman to this type of environment. You know, my parties were single male friendly parties, you know? BBC parties, yeah. you know, husbands would bring their wives and they would sit back and chill and watch the show and their wives would get get it in all night. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, with multiple guys and everybody was having a good time. And the guys would come and they would get it in. But I noticed, like I said, I started realizing that that these same guys, if they had a girl, they wouldn't come to my parties. 
they would go to the couples yeah. only party. So I'm just wondering, have you ever had found yourself having those conversations with guys that that are fascinated, but at the same time are confused and don't understand? Like, like how do you do that? Like, have you had those conversations? So at the at the first three, four years of in the lifestyle, that was the biggest way, the quickest way to get me to not allow you anywhere near my wife. <laughs> so that's at the beginning. Because I had a conversation with a guy, cool guy, fit dude, you know, Mitchell was like, yo, <laughs> let me <laughs> yes, yes, sir. And so me and him were talking and he was like, I could never, he's like, I can never do this. He's like, I can never be you, bro. I can never. He's like, I just respect my wife too much to uh, allow a bunch of men to use her the way you allow men to use your wife. He's like, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. He's like, just me and my personal, I couldn't do that. So after hearing that, I thought about what he was saying. And I'm a very patient and, and deductive person. Like I think about what people say and how they act. And I thought that in somewhere inside of your mind, if that's how you feel about the women that you're having sex with, then that means that deep down inside you don't respect her. And for me, respect goes a long way. So what I had ascertained after being in the lifestyle and doing this and having these conversations with several single guys that were at first great guys, but then after hearing that, it kind of completely turned me off and then telling her that she's like, nah, I ain't with it. You know what I mean? So I stopped. So like, I kind of treat that conversation sometimes like, politics right and i just don't bring it up because i know that some guys feel that way some guys are going to respect your woman for the queen that she is other guys are going to see your woman as a piece of meat that they're just there to tenderize and sometimes you want a mix of the two because the guy who's there for the tenderizing is going to put the dick down get his clothes on and then be out you know what i mean right but at the same time you want that person to still carry some level of respect because this is your wife, this is your queen, this is this is who you cherish. This is the mother and you of your child. Also you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and I want you to cherish her in some way, the same way I do. You know, I ain't saying fall in love and, and you know helplessly, you know, but I'm saying look at her with that same type of awe and treat her with that same type of respect inside. Right? You can say a lot of things outwardly. And you can carry your actions, but let your mind carry those actions as well. You know what I mean? And I think that that's now, I, I don't, I typically stay away from that conversation. Um, and we do have other interracial couples that are on the same wavelength that we are. So we have a, a really good core group of guys that we play with here. And they all treat her the same way. We all call each other brothers because at the end of the day, if something happened, they can help me out. It, you know, it goes deep, you know? Right, right. But I typically try. I try to, to answer your question as well. I try to avoid that question and sentiment um, now more so than I did before, but I just didn't. Yeah, I would definitely, I've checked a few guys on it and it's not, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you you not fucking my wife, like period. I don't care, you're not. And they're like, well, I don't get it, bro. And I'm like, that's the point. You don't get it. Yeah, and I, exactly. You know, like, and that's kind of it. But like I said, I, uh, um, I, I didn't take kindly to it. I'm gonna be honest, because I just, I just felt like it's disrespectful. You know what I mean? Whenever I, when we're swinging and we meet other couples, I make it a, 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 a goal of mine to make sure that she either has an orgasm, she's satisfied. I don't do anything that's gonna disrespect her, offend her. 
I don't make any mistakes because I've made mistakes before. I, I was fingering a lady, the finger slipped out and went in her butt. That was a mistake. You know, those things happen. But I do my best to make sure those don't happen because of the level of respect I have for her and her husband and the decision they made to bring us into their relationship on that level. It's you know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. That was actually going to lead to my next question, which was being, do you feel that being in a stag situation has also made you a better bull? Yes, of course. Yes, very much so. And that just goes because I know what one, when I'm in a bull situation and somebody invites me over, because we do play separate occasionally with select people. When I'm invited over, I know what I would want to see. And I know what he wants to see, but I also understand what she wants out of the situation. So, you know, I, I'm well known at a lot of parties as like, okay, he, he will eat the shit. He's very talented with his tongue. I may not fuck the shit out of you. You know, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not small, but I'm not the biggest guy in the room. Right, right. I can play basketball. I'm fit, but I'm known for that part because at the end of the day, most guys when they're at a party, they're not going to go down the woman. That's not going to happen. They're they're like, nah, I just watched 10 guys fuck her. I'm not going down. <laughs> yeah. like, That's not happening. Me, on the other hand, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. They were all wearing condoms. Let's ride. Like, yeah. I got you. So it's it's all about respect and pleasure. You know what I'm saying? So for me, being, like you said, does it make it better? Hell yeah, because I respect her and I know how to pleasure her. And I don't have any of those restrictions where, like, some single guys have that mentality. Like, hey, man, I ain't doing that shit, dog. Like, I ain't eating ass. I'm like, bro, put your ass in my face. Well, you're clean. We're good. Like, all right, we'll have those. Because I know if I was a guy, if I was a guy watching my wife, I would want to see that. I would want to see, you know, her face down. Ass would be in her ass. I would want to see that. So right. I'm not going to tell them, you know, it's just not. Like I said, I know. So yeah, I kind of got the insider trading, so I kind of use it to my advantage. Now, do you do you find that that couples notice that about you? Like, do you like without you even saying anything? Like, do you feel that that couples see you as kind of that like that 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 class up of bull? Like, okay, like you're on our short list. Like, do you feel that couples respond to that? Like they, they peep what you're doing and they peep the fact that you're different than most of the guys that we come in contact with. No, I wouldn't say they do because I don't put off that energy. I'm very, I'm, I don't want to say I'm very reclusive when it comes to things like that, but I don't like, I don't toot my own horn when it comes to stuff unless I'm like drunk or something and we're talking shit. But outside <laughs> of that, I'm not going to say too much. And I'm kind of like, if I think you're a beautiful woman, I will say so, but I'm not going to go out of my way. To, yeah, I'm very reserved. I'm not going to go out of my way to be like, oh my God, let me, let me talk to you. And, you know, nah, it, oh, if the women that I've played with know you and you ask about me, or let's say I'm brought up in conversation, I can only hope that my performance speaks for itself, you know? Right. And it has in some instances, like for example, a couple of weeks ago, we were at a party and one of the ladies was like, I heard about you. The lady in the house told me about you. Come with me. And she swooshed my ass away immediately. And then I came downstairs, and like 10 minutes later, the other lady was like, I heard about you. Come with me. So I got like swooshed away, like back to back to back. And it's like, like a secretive thing. Like they find out about him secretly, I feel like. Right. And then they're like, Ooh, I got to try him out. Yeah. and But it's not like he's got this big name for himself, but he kind of does. Yeah. Can I keep it? Because most, like I said, most, every, most parties we go to are about her. I'm mostly focused on her, and I know I give off that energy sometimes because 
I'm like, oh yeah, you look great. You look beautiful. Here's a hug. And then I'm off, you know, I'm not standing there engaging in that deep conversation like most guys are, or even other husbands are. I'm like, all right, what's she doing? Let me go see what's going on, you know? Right. So you got your, you got Yeah, I think. Now, what I was going to say is, um, you know, during your journey, like one of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm curious about is looking back on it. Obviously, you guys had a, a, a long history before the lifestyle even entered the picture. And now the, the, the lifestyle has been a part of your life for some time. How, how has it affected you? Like, how is it, how is it changed? How has being in a lifestyle changed your life, if, if at all? I can answer that. Please do. For, for me, I feel like, I mean, I have my close-knit friends, but when it comes to meeting new friends, it's so much more fun to have lifestyle friends than, than vanilla friends when you're meeting the people because I feel like there's, even even if you don't play, even if the couple, you just hang out, you can be yourself in a way that you can't be with vanilla people. No, absolutely. And so I can appreciate that. And it, it makes me want more of those friends and less of the vanilla friends. So I guess it, it for me, it's like guided my relationships going forward. So you're, I guess, like you're saying, it's, you don't have to worry about slipping up I guess like there's no there's no real secrets to worry about you know like with your vanilla friends it's like would you do, would that. you do this well I'm saying like when your vanilla friends ask you would you do this weekend you have to be a lot more vague you know what I'm saying when, you're, well, when your yeah. lifestyle friends ask you what you did this weekend <laughs> you know you can tell them like oh um, we went to a party and I I you know I new lost, vanilla friends yeah yeah I lost I lost count at seven guys my, my closest friends know so it's not a situation where if they, if they really wanted to know, I would tell them. Now, do I just volunteer information? No, not really, but they know. I think that it's not about the slip up. It's just the comfortability. Like if we're drinking and the girls just want to be naked and be silly, like we can. Mm-hmm. Whereas with vanilla friends, there's just more restriction. Right. Not necessarily a hidden secrets. It's just more restricted. But, I mean, I don't know. You, no, you I, add to that. I, agree. I mean, <laughs> whenever we meet lifestyle people, they just generally have a more free spirit to them than they do when you meet a vanilla person or a vanilla couple or you're talking to them. You just feel the restrictiveness. Like, lifestyle people pretty much are authentic. They may It may be a little fuzzy at the beginning, but by the end of those rounds of drink or the time you meet them, you've gotten down to the real meat of who they are for the most part. You know what I mean? Um that and it has shaped a lot of our relationships i think also we've made a lot of meaningful relationships you have a lot more trust in that and and respect i feel like in a lifestyle friendship than you do in a yeah a lot more honesty too yeah it's just it's better okay so let me like um, let me sorry do you want to finish something i was gonna say i feel like when you sleep with somebody you you do kind of get a little bit more close with them like after you play with them right even if you ne- even if you only play with them one time you know what i mean you still kind of have more of a connection i guess it is than 
somebody that you've been making sure you don't say the wrong thing or step on their toes. You know what I mean? You know, that makes sense. I'm not sure. No, no, absolutely. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you, like I said, I was aware of you guys before we even went to Splash. So what I'm kind of curious about, Mecha is not shy at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Meaning you, you've, you've crossed over into that realm of, hey, not only does she like fucking, but she likes to be film fucking. And not only does she like to be film fucking, but our, 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 our videos are available for those who want to see them. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious, how did, how did that part of your life come about? Like, how did you decide like, Hey, well, we're doing this. We might as well, you know, do our little mini vids or only fans and kind of, you know, explore that. Like, how did that, how did that come about? Well, so back to the Zoig. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time when we got on Zoig, it was just kind of for fun. Um, we were young. We were just experimenting with different things, and we would go on Zoig and we would webcam as a couple, mm-hmm. and we do all kinds of stuff on there. And I felt, and, and I think Lupe, you, you, he posted a couple little clips here and there on our profile, and we started to get kind of a following. I, I don't know. At that time, it was very organic. It wasn't. People were just following us, and we were following other people, and. When we stopped getting on Zoig, I think we switched over. Was, was that when we switched? We went switch, to So we switched over to X Hamster and we switched over to SCC. And that following followed us to X Hamster and grew exponentially, almost to the point where I think we couldn't even accept any more friends on X Hamster. And at that point, I think it's when we had the discussion because. We had videos already out there, little clips and videos out there. And Lupe had noticed, obviously, when you have videos out there, people pirate them. They put them on other sites. Right. We noticed that there was a huge viewing of some of those. And we said, our stuff's already out there. We were really just doing it for fun. But people are making money off of it. Why are we not making money off of it? And so I think it was kind of just, a situation where it was an opportunity that we missed out on initially. It wasn't planned, but we then seized it once we realized, oh, this can be a side hustle per se for us. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we said, you know, we're going to try it out. Now, we still, I think what happens with a lot of couples is that once they go that route, they they stay to that route and they, they don't, they don't remember what brought them to that or, or they decide, Oh, we're just going to do this. And they, and they weren't swingers before. So I think what's, what's different about us and why we stood out to people is that I would say 99% of what's ours online is, is just us having fun. Mm -hmm. There's a few um, professional ones on there, but overall it, it really is just our experiences in life that first as an interracial couple, second as swingers, and just having fun. And so it just kept growing. And that's when we decided we were going to monetize it, but also still maintain the fun and, and the fact that we are the lifestyle. Right. So, so we don't, don't film f- all the time. Right. You don't want it to feel right. like a job, like a chore. Right. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of 
Like we, even our, if you want our FTC profile, it's clear if you read the profile that we do not film every encounter. We do not want to post you on our OnlyFans. We don't want to have every couple on there. We are real people. We like to have fun in private, no cameras, you know what I mean? And and have a good time. And we've, we've had couples tell us, like, you guys are too famous or you guys are too public for us. Unfortunately, we don't, we can't hang out with you. It's too public. Like, and I'm like, we're too public. Like, okay. And it took me some time to get adjusted to that, to have couples actually say that. Cause this happened on several occasions. Like, well, you know, imagine. you guys are just not as, yeah, you're, you're you know, and I'm like, we've had both spectrums. We've yeah, had the spectrum of lifestyle couples not wanting to deal with us because we are out there. And then we have the other spectrum of people that are only in it for the money. And that's the only reason they want to hang out with us is to, some of them want to use the, the name and the and the um oh, like use your following to kind of increase their brand kind of yeah yeah so there's the good and the bad that comes with it i no, guess i can i can, yeah. I, can I, I can see that happening and i guess as you go along you get better at being able to to kind of filter it out you know and see who's worth your time versus who's giving off the, you know, the, 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 the wrong kind of uh, vibe and everything. Um, now, one of the things that you said earlier and like one of the things that, I, that, that I know is, has helped me tremendously um, in understanding this lifestyle and, 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 and getting into it is when I meet husbands in this lifestyle, when I meet other stags or I meet other cucks or, or what have you, there's like this immediate bond because I automatically understand that thing that they have in their brain that says I get off watching my woman get railed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like there's no, there's, there's no period of me having to try to understand where he's coming from. It's like the moment I meet him, I get it, you know? And yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like they're able to be, it, it it puts them in a comfort zone that I can see how much they enjoy because let's be honest. And we, you know, we talked about this a little, a little earlier. There are guys out there that are fucking other dudes wives that they have no clue really what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they're there. They, 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 they know how to hit it, but they don't really get everything that's going on, you know, um, and I've seen yeah. how couples respond to me when they see that, oh, this guy gets it, you know, like it, it almost heightens things for them because they feel like, oh, we can be honest. We can tell him all the different things that we're into and he's going to get it. And, you know, like it, it doesn't have to be this one narrowly focused type of thing. Like we can expand on that. And exactly. I, I, I feel like you guys are kind of in that, you know, in that at, in that same place. And uh, I've always enjoyed following you. I mean, and it was a real uh, treat for me to not only meet you at Splash, but, you know, I think you guys are pretty much right across the hall. And it's funny. <laughs> this is the funny thing. <laughs> Earlier in this interview, anybody who's listening picked up a theme. And that theme was uh, Meech's ass, you know. <laughs> and the funny thing, the thing that I find so funny is... When I, I don't know if you guys remember, but when I, when I first saw you, you guys had come down to the, uh, like the, 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 the banquet room and I had been speaking. I did one of my seminars 
And yeah, we came in right at the end. Right. Yeah. And I saw Meech's face and it was like, wow, she kind of looks familiar, but I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. And then you guys turned around to leave. And it was like, oh shit, yeah, that's her. <laughs> and, I, I, and I even said something about it. I was like, yeah, I wasn't sure. But then she turned around and I saw her ass and I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. you. You know, and so it, it, was, it was funny listening to you tell that story. How, you know, when you first met her and, you know, like it, it, it came up repeatedly, like her ass has come up repeatedly during this conversation. <laughs> And it's funny because I, I was, I was, it, 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 I was right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I get it because that's what rang a bell for me. Cause like I said, I had never met you before, you know, and it was, it was, so now I know people listening to this interview are going to like flock to your, to your Twitter page. Like we got to see this woman's ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what, what, is, what is, what is the power of this woman's ass? You know, <laughs> but um, I, I always try to be mindful of the time. But there's one thing that I do want to get to. We had kind of shared a, um, a, a funny story at uh, right before we started this conversation. And I, f- I feel like it can help some people. I told you that I, I usually don't get into people's business too much about their families and kids and whatnot. But one thing that I do like to ask is where on the scale are you? Like, I understand that people with kids fall into two categories. That is, um, usually the kids are young, but they require more attention. But any old story will pacify them. Like where where you're spending a Friday night or where you spent the weekend or why mommy was going, but daddy was home. Like you can make up any old story and it'll pacify them. You know, you give them some candy, some cake, dessert, whatever, and they forgot about it, you know, or your kids are older where they don't require as much of your attention. Like you're now both able to go out and things like that, but you have to be more on point with your story because now they're old enough to recognize things and see inconsistencies. And well, wait a minute, why is she wearing those heels? Like, where are you going? That mom's got to wear like five inch heels, you know? So you've got to, you've got to be more on point with your story. And as you already stated, you know, you guys had, uh, had a child, you know, uh, pretty early. So obviously they're older now. So I'm going to kind of give it to you to kind of share that story about uh, what you were told by her. So, <laughs> so I, as you guys understand that, we, um, that our, that our daughter is older, um, she's a teenager, she's a teenager. and, um, so, you know, obviously there's no more having, you know, single guys over and things like that during the week cause she's too old now. But she did come, she did come to and tell us the other day, you know, you know, I, I can hear y'all, you know what I mean? I can hear you guys um, through the walls, you know, can you keep it down? I'm trying to sleep. And then, you know, that was about maybe last year. So, you know, that was the first, that was the first one. So then a couple, couple months ago, she, she hit me with the okie doke in the car and she was like, you know, you know, I just want to let you know, I know. <laughs> and I was like, no, you know, no what? Yeah, you like, like, no no. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, no what? Like I'm not thinking she's thinking, but I'm like, I'm just not thinking. So she's like, I know what you and mom do. Y'all got, you know, y'all got something going on. I know, you know, I'm not stupid. I kind of, I hear y'all conversation every now and again. I've heard some things, you know. She's like, you know, but just because I know, don't mean I want to know. It don't mean I want to. You ain't got to tell me about none of it. I just know, like y'all go on these trips with other people and I can't come 
Like, <laughs> I get it. I'm like, oh. She's like, but, you know, I'm still a kid, and I don't want to know any more than I already know. I just, I want y'all to know that I know. So if y'all, if y'all going somewhere, and you're going to be gone for, you know, and I'm going to be saying, just let me know, okay? Like, thank you. Okay, so that's, that's kind of that's kind of where we're at right now. You know, she she does know, but, you know, I mean, we did our best to keep it from her as best we can, and I don't know. The apple tree. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's what they, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, that's a part of the story. That oh, that's yeah. the funny part. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. So anyway, so I, 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 I don't know how you're going to edit this in, but um, I, uh, I got her Apple TV when she told us that it was too loud. Um, so I got her the Apple TV. I got her surround sound system, some speakers in there, so she can turn the music up as loud as she wants. Because her mom is not gonna be quiet. It's <laughs> like never that. gonna happen. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Like, we, we tried a couple times after she said that that didn't work. It was over. So she's her room is now sound decked out right now. She can she listens to everything but us. <laughs> <laughs> and you never complain about how loud her music is. <laughs> I never complain about how loud her music is. I never do. And it's funny because we can always tell when we've been loud because then when we like finish and we go downstairs to get some water or whatever, like her room is so loud and she's on the other side of the house. So you can just hear it. Like, I guess she was too loud again. Well, yeah, you know, my man, I'm sorry. I mean, but, <laughs> I mean, we all had to go through it at some point. I think if, if, if you've never grown up in a small house, you know what I mean? You don't know what that's like, but for those of us who grew up in a small house at the beginning, like, you know, you, it's just something you got to go through at yeah, some point. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it happens. But um, look, like I said, I, I always try to be mindful of the time. One thing that I will say before I let you guys get out of here, um, usually when I do my episodes, the first one is usually about your journey. You know what I'm saying? How you got here, what you went through, what you felt, how you adjusted, things like that. Um, but what I also like to do is I have these things that I call my after party interviews where I bring the couple back and usually I like to do them live where I have my listeners listening in real time. And those are basically the fun episodes. Like that's where, you know, I let my listeners ask the questions and we, that's when we get to the nitty gritty, like what her favorite <laughs> position is, what's the, the wildest thing she's done, the biggest dick she's had. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we get to all of those questions. And if you guys are open to it, I would love to have you back to do one of those episodes. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, let's be honest, this lifestyle is, is it's a lot of fun. And I'm sure you guys have got a lot of stories and a lot of fun things to share that I know my listeners would like to hear. So if you're willing to come back, I would love to have you guys back so we could do one of those episodes with you. Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds fun. Well, fantastic. Well, fantastic. Well, one of the things that I always ask the the uh, the couples about uh, before I let them get out of here is there are a lot of people who listen to this who are they're just beginning their journey. They're still trying to figure out if this lifestyle is for them. Can they do it? Can they make it work? Is it possible to do it with the family? Like, like there there's a lot of questions that they have and. As you both know, the wife sharing lifestyle, it's, it's different from swinging. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're the, they're, there's similarities, but they're, there's, they're, there's a difference. And for me, the biggest difference comes in the energy that you get from the husbands. You know, when you go to a swingers parties, a lot of the husbands, they're looking to get theirs. You know what I'm saying? 
Whereas when you deal with, with, with husbands in this lifestyle and, and other, you know, stag, be they stag husbands or cuckold husbands, whatever, they're more focused on their women having a good time, you know? And so my question for you both is what kind of advice would you give? And, 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 and Misha, you, you can go first. What kind of advice would you give couples who are still kind of kicking around the idea and wondering if, if this lifestyle is for us, can we make it work? Okay. I mean, first thing I think is most important is you got to be, you got to be okay in your relationship without it. You have to be strong. It, it, it's not a, it's not a fix mm-hmm. to anything. It's, it's like, I've always told Lupe, I've always said, this is the icing on the cake. This is not the cake. This is not the base. It, it doesn't define us. It's, it's only extra. If at any point we decided that we didn't want to be in the lifestyle anymore, we still want to be with each other. So I think that that's the first thing that you have to decide is that, that your relationship is strong and that you're happy with each other with or without it. And once you get that pressure off, then the rest of it's just fun. Um, I, I mean, you've got to experience different things. You need to try um, new situations. And then like we do, you need to come home and talk about it. And, and it's sometimes it's uncomfortable Sometimes I don't want to say how I actually felt or if I really liked something or I didn't because, you know, you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. But at the same breath, that is the most important thing is honesty and being open and being accepting of each other. And if you can debrief, I guess you could say, after the first few encounters or or if you've tried something new and different and you're able to sit down and talk about it afterwards or the next day or the next week, I think that's important. That way you always know you're on the same page. Fantastic. And how about you, Lupe? What, what would you, what would be your words of wisdom for couples that are thinking about getting into this and wondering if they can make it work? I second everything she just said. You want to make sure you know you are secure, that you're, that you're solid, you know, that your relationship, it may have some cracks and so make sure they're just cracks and not holes, you know, like, Make sure that this isn't a band-aid and be patient with each other. I think patience is one of the most underrated things that people have, like, rush into lifestyle with. They're like, as a guy going into the lifestyle, we have so many expectations because we've seen so much online. We're like, oh, but Lupe's wife can, can take 10 dicks. You know what I mean? Why, why, you know, you want to put that on your wife and be like, well, babe, you can do it too. You know, you got to be patient and, and allow what your relationship is going to be in the lifestyle to develop. You know what I mean? Everything that's for me isn't for you and everything that's for you isn't for me. And keep that in mind when you're, cause you're going to see, you're going to be in parties, you're going to be in places and you're going to think, Oh, I want that. But be sure, you know, be patient with yourself. Talk, talk, talk. If you're, if you notice that one is jealous, um, take a step back. Don't be selfish. Be about the other person. Cause if you're about the other person and you're patient, it'll always work out because you'll be there for them and they'll be there for you and you both have this. That's awesome, man. Well, well, I want to thank you both very much for, for being so generous with your time this evening. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my, my, my show is always better by having great guests and you guys are definitely great guests. I've had a ball uh, uh, doing this. Hopefully you've had fun too, you know, and um, you know, I look forward to having you guys back and, you know, I look forward to crossing paths again at the the next little uh, shindig we both happen to go to, you know, and uh, to my listeners, thank you for listening. Um, 
another special shout out goes out to uh, my Patreon supporters. You guys know that you're the lifeblood of this. You know, it's it's your generosity and your contributions that you know that make it possible for me to do what I do. And as I always say, if you're not a Patreon supporter yet, maybe this is the episode that that converts you into being one. So uh, thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you again to uh, Misha and Lupe for coming on and being so honest and forthcoming and, you know, letting me get all nosy and get all up in your business and everything. And, um, <laughs> and, and to my listeners, I'm your host, Michael C. signing off. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Take care. <laughs>